0: So the curtains are drawn, the mic has been mixed I did some mixing to make my voice sound a little bit more sexy I know you guys like to like to hear my voice <laughs> I guess that's the reason you're watching this podcast Not even watching bro, you're listening to I need to um, make this podcast in a way that you can watch it Because I think obviously visually would be um, a lot better to aid the speaking part But you know what's mad? What I've noticed is mad yeah that since the last two episodes, more and more people have been listening to this podcast. I don't know how people have been finding me. I haven't been put, like pushing this thing. Um, I have no idea why you might want to hear me talk, but yeah, I guess this is where it's at, man. Podcast is, podcast is, nah. <laughs> podcast, I, where it's at these days. And um, if you haven't gone back and heard the other many, many episodes, I can't even blame you, man. If you haven't gone back and heard the many episodes, start from where you want, innit? Start from where you like. But uh let's begin this. This is the diary of a aspiring rapper, the podcast that tells you Ah shit, what is it? <laughs> all right, give me a second. What is it? What is it? The diary of an aspiring artist. No, alright, let me let me take this, let me take this back. Act like you haven't heard that, yeah. Welcome to the diary of an aspiring artist a podcast that tracks exactly what it takes to be an artist in this current music scene with your host, V.I.C., the one, the only, the next to blow, the lyricist, the rapper extraordinaire. You know what I say? <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, man, I'm feeling a little bit giddy, bro. allow me. Um, because I've achieved everything I need to do today. So this is the last thing I need to do um Today. And it's a little bit late. I'm supposed to be filming this on the fifteenth, but from things have been hectic, things have been busy. I've got an I've got a show I'm planning. Um, really and truly, it's just me and my boy that are doing it. I probably said this the last time, but yeah, I'm gassed about it. I'm gassed about it. Um, we booked the venue. We made the poster. We made a website. We did all of that on ourselves um, by ourselves at the start of the year. I didn't think I'll be able to do that by myself. So. That is a pat on my back, pat on my boy Offy's back, pat on Mave's back. The um the people that have been what's the word? The people that have been instrumental in making this a reality. Uh, we put the we put the the link up for tickets and all of that about a week ago, and um we, we've had a few people buy tickets in it for the show. I'm starting rehearsals for the show tomorrow tomorrow and we're doing two rehearsals two rehearsals every week up until the show and yeah man i'm so so, glad you don't even know man i'm so gassed to be able to put on a show and meet every single person that has been following for a certain period of time because i feel like so many people over the last two three years that i've been doing this they've been like oh shit i want to see you at a show i want to see you here i want to see you there and whilst i've done few shows here i haven't done like my shows i've done shows for other people so like the first show i ever did the first proper show after everything went off i ever did was the one with rd i opened up for rd in like bath uni and i was in a that was in a student unions type thing the next show i did was reading in leeds and that was like a whole year after the next show i did was reading and then i did leeds and then i did tokyo world and like with all those shows yeah It was a thing where it's like, all right, cool. I don't know if people (laughs) would come and see me because it's like, who am I in the grand scheme of things, right? But then people actually turn up to come and see that. So now coming to this show, it's like, everybody that is coming to see me would have had to have known about who I am as an artist before this. So it's like, I'm, I'm so ready to see and perform to all these people who have been instrumental in taking me from where I was before up until where I am right now you see what I'm saying everybody that's been part of this journey everybody I see is like a family in this so I'm so gassed to, yeah man I'm so gassed I can't even say too much about it but I'm, I'm so gassed I've got like four new songs that I'm performing in the show gassed to perform those as well Two of those, I'm pretty sure. Two of those, I'm pretty sure are gonna be hits. I can't even lie to you. Two of those, I'm pretty sure are gonna be hits this year. I'm gonna put them out this year. But um, yeah. Up until this point, it's been it's been on go, bro. It's been let me let me even recount what's happened so far this month, right? Um, I've released or like end of last month from the last podcast. I wasn't I wasn't studious enough. I didn't listen to the last podcast before. I started recording this one and I said last night that I was going to. It didn't happen. Um, Last night was busy as well. But um, I'm pretty sure last month, started this month, I released Take Some Time. One of my best songs. I, I would say one of my best songs so far. One of my favorite songs so far. I announced my show. So far, I've also, I did a, that's another thing I should probably say. I did a performance at Wingstop and a performance I did at Wingstop the performance that I did at Wingstop was of a song that I have coming up. And it was very strategic in the sense that I wanted to show the song to all the people because from everybody that came to Wingstop was so talented. Like <laughs> basically TikTok brought together, there's this thing that they're doing called this the next gen, right? And so it's basically 12 artists in the rap, like in the UK, upcoming artists that are underground that they think is gonna be the next generation of artists, right? I was lucky enough for them to put me on that list, right? But every single other person on this list, I feel like these men are talented, like talented, talented. And so performing to all these people, it was like shit. These man, bro, I feel, I feel like, um, what is that word? Where is that word? Where it's like you feel like you, like why I don't belong? I feel like I don't belong here it was one of those things where it was like, I feel like I don't belong here. If you look at the picture, there's a picture where I'm waiting to perform. And I was like one of the second to last people to perform. And it was one of, it was like, shit, bro. Like, how am I going to follow up that performance? And how am, how am I going to follow this? But then again, one thing, and life just works in a beautiful way. And all the lessons that you learn prep you for moments in your life. And earlier on this month, I've been learning about being more confident in like, no, I'm a confident guy myself here, yeah, but being more confident in the fact that like, yo, I make music and my music is sick. You see what I'm saying? If my music wasn't sick, I wouldn't have been invo- invited here. So then coming and making this music and performing this show or like performing this thing, it was like, all right, cool. Yeah, my music is sick enough to be here, TikTok thinks so. These people think so. Ellie Prohan thinks so. And Ellie was DJing in it, so I have like I was like I have to impress Ellie. After and this was one of the first time. I mean performing for other people and performing for people like um, performing for your boys is different, or performing to a crowd is different. But when it's like an intimate venue where there is like high up people in TikTok, high up people in like labels and all of that, and they and high and sick musicians, and they're like yo, I right, spit your next song like do your next song and if you if you win this crowd over then you know you're sick you see what i'm saying it was one of the where the pressure was like pressuring the pressure was pressuring but yeah man um the thing about performance that i love yeah i feel like performances is where my initial love for music came from before and i've told this story so many times on this podcast at school i was shit at writing i was so bad at writing yeah But one thing I really love doing and one thing I've grown up doing and I was doing from young was always performing. Performing in church, performing in like in in college. I would always like rehearse peop- other people's raps before I could even write my own raps, yeah. That was one thing I've always been able to do. So when it comes to like the moment to like perform, it's like something switches off and then I just become somebody else. You see what I'm saying? So um yeah, so I did the show, I did the show and there people were coming up to me. They were like, yo, that song is sick. That song is about to be a big song and that song is all of that. And it gave exactly one, there's, there's, there's one thing where, you feel like a song is big. And there's another thing where it's that like other people are telling you that this song is gonna be big. And that was exactly what I needed f- at that moment for that song to do. So that was the whole wing stop thing. But I ain't even told you how deep we- the wing stop experience was because it was like, <laughs> these men actually named one of these, like what do they call it? It's not even wings. It's like the Boneless Wings the Bornless Wings, one of them things, they named it after all the different people's songs. And it was like a, this like Korean spice chicken. It was like 18 Korean spice chicken. It was nuts, it was nuts. And um, yeah, man, they, they basically rented out the whole Wingstop for us. And this coming from like three years ago when I went to Wingstop with my boy for the first time, and i was just moving to london and i didn't have any money and i was asking him to be like yo like could you could you support me some money so i can buy some wings like to this point where it's like wings bro it was it was a it was a nuts moment it was a nuts moment and I, I feel like i haven't taken that moment fully in until this point now i think a lot of the times i wrote i wrote a bar about it in a recent song that or a recent freestyle that i wrote but it was it's only now that i'm taking it in that it's like yo like really came I've really gone far. Like I've gone a lot farther than I would ever have imagined. Um, but yeah, man, that's one thing that's happened. Um, I gotta move from that because time is going. <laughs> what else has happened this month? I, I went to I went to an event with Puma. So Puma hit me up and they were like, um, they were like, yeah, De La Soul. This old school hip hop. Like if you're if you're a hip hop head, then you know who De La Soul is. Yeah. They were like, oh, De La Soul is um, performing in Royal Albert Hall. And they were like, do you want to come through? And they were like, oh, we're going to kick you up with like Puma stuff. And I was like, yeah fam, of course, of course. Like, and the maddest thing is six months earlier was when I found De La Soul, right? When I started doing my, probably didn't even say this, but I've been doing a lot of research into like rap and like trying to, one of the biggest things, if I could give you any advice, to any upcoming rapper or any upcoming musician learn about the music that you that you're making learn about the music like read autobiographies of people that have gone before you like just learn about those people um so one thing i've been doing is like learning about like where hip hop the hip hop culture came from there's a documentary on Netflix I've been watching recently. And yeah, so I learned about De la Soul like about six months earlier. And I've been I've been listening to their catalogue. And if you see, if you've seen all my stories, yeah, I've been posting better of their songs because it's I, I relate with these guys so much because they there's so much there's so much wisdom in their lyrics and the ways that they like they're just having fun when they're making music, right? They are just having fun. And these men uh, they were they were active like 30 years ago. And so when I got the opportunity to, and Puma um, came with this opportunity to meet De La Soul, I was like, yeah, bruv, of course. Um, and it, it seemed like a, it seems like one of those things where the universe was saying, yeah, you're going on the right path, continue going down this route, you see what I'm saying? So yeah, it was just one of those things where it just synced, um, it synced beautifully. Went to see De La Soul. One thing I've been trying to do recently is um be out more, not stay home and write and just go out, meet no like meet people. If I've told you before, I'm not the best person meeting people. I don't really like meeting people. <laughs> I like I like keeping my own space at home. I like focusing, strengthening my pen. But um once in a while I've been saying, um, after meeting my boy Dennis I was like, alright, cool. Let me go out. Let me meet people. Let me like actually live. And that's one thing that um I, I have I had the opportunity of doing this recent past month, like going out and seeing. And if you know me, yeah, I love my free stuff. And the fact that um, Puma was like, <laughs> like yeah, let me let let's send you some free clothes. I was like, yeah, from yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. If there's any brands or anybody that anybody that um has a clothing brand listening to this and you want to plug your boy then fam plug away <laughs> plug away man um yes so i went to, i did a thing with um puma what else could i say i had the okay talking about clothes talking about clothes one of my boys basically here's the story here's the lowdown yeah basically because of the whole um imposter syndrome that's the word because of the whole imposter syndrome where it's like um now you're coming into the industry where there's like people starting to be like oh you're that guy that did this year and you're kind of like your music is getting to get out there people are like yo you have to look the part right and me, I just I just like my tracksuit, bro. I, I really just like my tracksuit. I like my baggy jeans, I like my T-shirt, and I like my Air Forces. That If if you see me on a day out, that's probably what I'll be wearing, right? And then one of my boys, my artistic friend, was like, all right, cool, Victor. We got, Victor is my government name, yeah. He was like, we got to go get you a stylist because now you have to start dressing apart because it's all part of the brand. I'm like, all right, cool, right? I go to this, I'm like, ah, yeah, like, it'll be good content, it'll be sick, just for, because actually, the next day, I was going to the TikTok event, right, so I was like, all right, cool, yeah, let me just go see what this person would say that I would wear, because I appreciate good fashion, I want to be that person that has sick fits, right, and um, I went, I went, and this guy, like, showed me around this bougie store, bruv, bougie store, I did not deep that with bougie ass store comes bougie ass prices (laughs) right so this guy was showing me all these fear of god he was showing me all these that gucci stuff it was all and it was like i tried them on i tried them on these clothes were insanely fitted but they were insanely priced as well i was like "Mm, yeah my parents did (laughs) my parents did not raise a fool you see what i'm saying like i want to i i appreciate high fashion and i appreciate like all that good stuff but if I could get something that is as good as that but at a cheaper price that's where I'm at that's literally where I'm at because obviously every amount of money that I make at the moment is just reinvesting in because I see music as a business right everything I made is just I'm making It's just reinvesting into the business everything that a lot of the money that I'm spending is just is, is mostly on books or recording like software and that's what it is. But then my boy was like, oh, you have to you have to invest in yourself. You have to invest in your brand. So then I ended up buying some jeans and like some top and something else. And it was like £600. But <laughs> they hurt. I can't lie to you, it hurt. I'm going to keep those clothes. I'm going to keep those clothes for the rest of my life anyway. So that's how my styling thing went. If you want to see... If you wanna see a video of how that went, I put a video on my TikTok, you can go look at that. Um, But yeah, man, that's how the whole styling thing went. So we, as a group, me and my boys, we're trying to like build out this whole artist image, right? Because one thing that um, you're supposed to have, and one thing I haven't been doing is showing a lot more of myself or showing a lot more of the person I am on social media. And I guess that's the reason I have I have this podcast in it because I hate social media. Some of the times I just want to be, I just want to be to myself and do what I just want to do me in it. And and I'm still trying to find a way to portray that on social media. But, um, the styling is part of that part of the person it's all right. So what it is, yeah, what it is, it's trying to mix the person I am right now with the artist that I've always envisioned or envisioned myself to be. And I'm trying to patch that right. And it's never gonna be, it's never gonna be that person that spends too much money on branded items, but it's gonna be that person that like targeted. You see what I'm saying? So like there was a big event. I was like, all right, cool. Let me buy these pieces. Let me buy these pieces of clothes that I can use over and over again. And fam, if people see that those same pictures, if people see those same fits, me using those fits over and over again. Say nothing, bruv, because that's where I'm at. Like, <laughs> like I'm not gonna buy something different because because Bob down the street said that. Oh, you wore you wore that same outfit the other day. Like, yo, fam, bun that, bro. That's yeah. This like I'll wear the same thing over and over again. Like. Anyway, this is where I'm at. There's a there's a few things that have happened this month that um also show me that I'm on the right path when it comes to music and when it comes to um. The way that we're going, I said I want to be performing more, and there might be a chance for me to be. Um, I can't even. I don't even know if I, can, if I can say it, man. This is the same way. This is the same way I have to do with bear of the event uh, of the announcements that I make before I make the announcement. All the people that get on this um, podcast probably know that there's something coming before I announce stuff on my like um, on my social media. But um, yeah, man, there might there might be some good news coming soon we will see, we will see. Um, but yeah, it's been one of those things that has been telling me that, yo, you're going on the right path, just continue going. And one thing that I've been deep in here, yeah, and I feel like this is the part of the podcast where I talk about music and I talk about like things that I'm learning about music Yeah. One thing that I've been deep in recently, because I've been reading this book by um, Rakim, right? It's basically his autobiography. And Rakim, if you don't know who Rakim is, he's basically one of the best lyricists to have ever lived, ask any hip hop head or any rapper, they'll tell you that Rakim was one of the is he, they they call him the God MC. His lyrics were just like layers on layers of layers of wisdom, right? So I was listening to his I was listening to his audiobook, and basically one thing I've noticed, and I put a tweet up the other day, yeah. Every single of my favorite musicians, right? And I rate musicians that like are lyricists and like just like just mad creators overall. They believe in some sort of higher power. Right, and I was always talking about this in the sense that sometimes when I write, I come like I said earlier on in this episode. Right, I don't know how I write some of my lyrics because whilst I make it as authentic to myself as possible, I was shit at writing. Right, so when I come down here and I sit in front of this mic and there's a beat playing and I start writing, and at the end I come out with something with like some I guess even some of my songs these days here. Yeah, People will not deep, <laughs> how deep I go with the like wordplay. I don't, I don't know how I get some of this stuff. And he was talking about this and he was talking about, he was talking about it in a way where it's like, there it comes to a level where you tap in into the like universal, universal consciousness. And when there's like music that needs to be put into this world, you become a vessel for that. But when you're in the zone, it's like the ideas and the words wouldn't stop. You want me to write another one today? And you know the difference. So you try to lean over to that creative side where things are flowing. You always try to tap into that. And sometimes you tap into that side where it's flowing. But you tap into something where you're getting information that you would normally not have known. I believe that some of the people who have achieved game-changing Groundbreaking innovations in music have similar stories about pushing themselves to the height of their creativity. I also listening to, to this um, podcast called Di- um, Dissect. It basically dissects one of J. Cole's songs called The Climb Back. And the fact that this guy has like six layers of double entendres and it's like, how do you even start to do that? Like that's like, how do you, how do people start to do that? And once he said that there's a higher level of consciousness where like people tap in or you need to be aware of, and you need to have less ego to be able to tap into that level of consciousness, to be able to make some of these like mind blowing rap. It makes, it made so much sense. I don't know if this is going to work for you or I don't know if this works for you, but like if it does, or if you've experienced the same thing, then hit me up. This is something that I've been thinking about recently and it's like, now when I write music and since since I started like considering the fact that music is less about ego, it's less about everything being about you and it's more about everything being about the music, I've made some of the best music I've ever made in my life, right? And some of the music I've been making so far has been some of the best music I've made so far. And that this has been in the time when... I am not staying at home every day. Like I'm not staying at home 24 seven. I'm out and about doing this and doing that because I have to. I have to do other parts of this music um thing. But like, I've managed to still elevate the level of music that I'm putting out. And it's not the same. It's not the same as uh, the music I was making two years ago. Not at all. But then there was this beat and there was this track I made. It was called Money Up. Right. I made the first track in the studio. Right. This track. The song was done. I took it um, and I showed it to one of my producer friends and he was like, oh, how about if we make it into like a Jersey type, Pink Panthers type beat? If I was to say that like, yo, this is my music, I'm making it myself, then I'm not allowing whatever the universe wants to come out into the world to come out. And so what I did is I, I sent it back to the producer and I was like, yo, what about this idea? And the producer being open enough to be like, Oh shit, yeah, that could be a good idea. We did that and we made the song into... That song is going to go crazy this summer. I'm telling you that right now. There's this song called Money Up, which is going to come about in summer. Fam, probably one of the best tracks as a whole that I've made. But that is... That just goes back to the whole, like... The music is never about the artist. Like... This whole thing is never about me. <laughs> like, whilst I was, whilst in a sense, like in the beginning, I was saying, like, oh, the music is extraordinary. All of that is just like rapper, like braggadocio or whatever it is, yeah. But when it comes to music now, I'm in a place where it's like, I'm just here to learn and to understand where this music is coming from and understand, like, how I can be a part of it and how I can say what I need to say using all these different forms and, like, collaborate with all these different people to see how far I can push this music sound and that's what um that's what this year's been uh, not this year but this month has been it's been just me going out and like f- experiencing being authentic another thing this month has been yeah, is being authentic to myself so um and not worrying about the future one thing i do so much one thing i do so much is compare myself to other people because And I wrote a rap about this the other day, actually. One thing I do a lot is compare myself to other people because when you start off like your whole career on social media, it's very easy to look at other people. Like, because to understand what you need to do, you look at other people, right? So one thing you start to do is you start to compare yourself to other people. And one thing that Isaac's story I was trying to convey to the listeners is that my dad was such a hard worker that me seeing him, there was no way that I could fall short of that. So when you add compar- comparing yourself to other people and being a hard worker, you start to lose a sense of self. So that has that was me for the last like two years. I probably said this like two episodes ago um, where it was with my boy Dennis and I went to go and pick um, some stools up with him. He's so free with his like approach to art in the sense that everything has still been working out perfectly for him. But he's happy in a sense that like he takes he takes every day as it is. I feel like more time I've been li- I've been living in the future by doing all of that and by being so hardworking and by comparing yourself to all these people, you're thinking, oh shit, when am I gonna get this? When am I gonna get this? And when am I gonna get this? And when am I gonna get this? But um, recently I've been like, you know what? I am going to enjoy these moments now because every single thing that comes and every single rung of this ladder to like success comes with his own struggles, right? And it's mad because, all right, let me give you an example, right? I said I wanted to do my first um, headline show, right? Do my first headline show, this is a major moment for me. This is a big moment for me. But then it comes with, like, the amount of time that I have to give into this. I'm moving in the same, during the same period that I'm doing my headline show. There's so much stress with that. There's so much stress with, like, oh, selling tickets. There's so much stress with, it's it's what, it's what it's called growing pains, right? As you grow, there's so many pains. And, like, level of pain has to match the level of growth. So if you're asking for bigger things... Or more things than the amount of pain you need to be ready to deep that amount of pain. So I've been like, ah, shit. You know what? Let me just enjoy this moment now for what it is, because when (laughs) I need to reach that next level, I need to be ready to take on that level of pain. You see what I'm saying? So now I've just been like, when a day happens or when a day starts, I put down a list of all the things I need to do. I'll do it. Like if it's, I've been trying to write um every day now, and if I don't write, then I'll on a beat during the day and i'll just start freestyling to it um to get my mind just going um one thing i haven't been doing as much is reading though but um every day i put down a list of all the things i need to do as long as i accomplish those things i'm good with that i'm good with that so now the only person i'm competing with is just myself and trying to make myself do as much things as i say i can do and also enjoying my time whilst doing that Um, so yeah man um, of course there's been it's it's like it's ups and downs it's been it's like like oh stresses about uh, how am I going to do this and how am I going to do that but that's just like normal life isn't it like what is life without all of that stuff but that's been the April podcast I don't know if I missed anything else if I did then I'm just going to put it in the notes of this video Um, I appreciate all of you for listening I know I don't say it too much and I know I I say this just for like I know I say this just for like, yo, I don't know how you man stumbled to this, but I'm glad that you man get to know me better. You see what I'm saying? Because sometimes like as musicians, all we need to do is, all we're trying to do is trying to like express ourselves. And this is my way of doing that. So yeah. Um, If you haven't got tickets to come see my show, then come through, like, yeah, just come through, man. I'd, li- I'd love to meet all of you. Um. yeah that's that's the april form of this podcast if there's anything that you're doing creatively this month go and do that and have a sick month stay safe and yeah man peace